Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and A. Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and A. Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus. I am drinking Cabernet right now. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me in any trouble. Well, it's Matt and Kim, you guys. There's wine and Pretty Little Liars, and I'm like, so where do you live? <laughs> Hi, this is Hugh Collins, and you're listening to Cabernet and Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? unpacking the finale are we we're on the rails for now but this evening could take a turn anytime i guess we're on the rails in the sense that it's the two of us yes. and a bottle instead and of we're like not drunk several right people. now like we like might be by the end in of this. theory i'm not i don't know i had some doers and this is my first glass like one and a half glass of wine so like but i'm feeling giggly i'm feeling yeah. energized we just got Back from our first day, back from work from the Labor Day weekend, Ugh. and we all we had woo. quite a Labor. I feel like I mean I might still be drunk from everything I did over Labor Day. I wouldn't. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> so what, a lot happening. Chelsea went hard. I went hard like, every day. Every like night. I feel like if somebody was like, "What do you mean going hard means?" I feel like I would just play them the showcase of Chelsea's snaps that were deleted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> they're. So so <laughs> ridiculous. I'm oh, sure a lot of you guys saw I them. watched them. I'm sure a lot of you guys saw. <laughs> Babe and I were joking about them. Yeah, tell me. Because I wondered. I'm like, oh my God, how many people? Because I saw like, like you 15 people fun. watch them or something. I was like, oh God. And I don't usually delete snaps. I mean, I feel like even if I am like, oh, I was kind of drunk, but that was funny. But I just could tell how fucking drunk I was in them. And I didn't like it. I was like, oh my God, I'm so drunk. So I got rid of most of them. What did, what did you think? Or what were no, you doing? No, we were saying? just like, wow, she's really living it up. We were like more <laughs> like by the time Monday night rolled around, we were all so tired. We could barely watch the Jean Panet Ramsey special. <laughs> and we were just like, here we all are sitting on our separate couches because no one could stay up long enough to like be at somebody's place and walk home. Right. And there's Chelsea outliving her life who's gotten harder than all of us this weekend <laughs> just still going it was just like impressive well I had feel like I just it necessitated going because this guy that I've been seeing um he <laughs> just giving me a look yes yeah, um, what is he your boyfriend. <laughs> He's my boyfriend. <gasps> oh my god, guys, she's so like middle school blushing all over. <laughs> it's amazing. I like crippled Ooh. I crippled my brand. I just started um, <laughs> I'm just about to start this new podcast which I told you guys about last week, Ghosted Stories about dating and no joke, like I literally got back on Bumble cuz I had kind of given up dating for like about a month and I got back on Bumble solely because I was like, okay, I gotta, if I'm gonna start this podcast, I gotta be true to my brand and I gotta just have stories. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just get on Bumble, meet the usual fucking idiots mm -hmm. and just date and have good fodder like for my podcast. And then the first guy I went out with, I don't know, he just, he ruined everything. But so um, he got us tickets to Kanye at Madison Square Garden. Aww. So we had the best time seeing Kanye and just got super drunk. So... That's interesting. It, the Kanye was your first concert. 
I feel like that's a good sign. You think it's so? better than Taylor Swift being your first concert? <laughs> True. Because like Although all of her songs are about breakups. Right. Although he is a Taylor Swift fan, which is one thing we disagree yes. on. From the calendar on his kitchen, he, I could tell. Yeah, he's a calendar. Um, he made snacks for us. He had us over and had snacks. So he made like all the snacks. Wasn't that sweet? What a keeper. That was like very sweet. Mm. All right, you guys. Back to the matter at hand. Oh, and he also watched Pretty Little Liars with me and then went home and was like, I watched more episodes. <laughs> I mean, I feel I like, like every right. single straight woman who <laughs> listened to this just got a little bit misty eyed. Uh, okay. All right. Um, so, yes. Want to do the business? I will do the business. If right. you're listening to us, thank you. You're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, or Podbean. Um Please subscribe and rate us. We are going old school, and we are drinking Ravenswood Zinfandel that yes, Chelsea's grabbing for right now. Um, it's a good pour right there. You hear that? I mean, great show. <laughs> bad show, great wine. was what I meant <laughs> to say. But, I mean, wh- whatever you feel. I never watched Ravenswood. Should I, guys? Let me know. Do you feel like Ravenswood is coming into the show at all? I feel like there's some paranormal stuff coming. Kind of some weird spook. Or is it more just getting to be spooky back like in the day? Yeah. I mean, like we said last week, we screamed so many times in so this finale. Times. It was fantastic. I so hate watched all of Ravenswood, but I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. I don't think it's like necessary watching. I had to struggle through. I just watched The Get Down, and I didn't like the first few episodes. But by the end of it, God damn it, if I don't love that show. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to... Uh, I want to watch the Get Down. Should I? You should. Oh, please do. So that way we can sing the songs together because I'm obsessed with it. I just put one of the videos up on my Facebook and I cannot stop singing it. It's really impressive. Am I low? I feel like I don't think you're low. I feel like I I hear you. Don't we turn you up? Maybe just a little because I feel like I'm leaning in more. I don't know. No, this is you. Is this you? Or is this maybe this is you? Is this you? Is that me? Oh, oh that's hey, you. Hot that's mic. you. Hot mic. All right, mic. there I am. That's good. So yeah, now I don't good. feel like I'm eating it. Um, let's read some <laughs> reviews. And also, okay, wait. See, now I feel bad because I don't remember if we read. Because did we do reviews in Hawaii? We probably didn't. No, there was one from August 18th. I think that was the first one. So should we full disclosure? Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to do next. <laughs> we already recorded this podcast a few days ago, and I fucking deleted it by accident. But so exciting news, it. she deleted it for my episode of Ghosted yeah, Stories, true. which is coming soon. And you guys are going to love this story. And if you ever were wondering, what's Sue's deal? She doesn't date that much. You'll pretty much figure out why oh, yeah. <laughs> from that story. We unpacked a lot. Yeah. On so that um, please so get excited for get that. Get ready to subscribe to that and listen to that. It's and coming in a couple weeks. Uh, and then Sue's episode will probably be in October. So. Very exciting. Oh, I love Ooh, October. Me too. It's your birthday month. Yes, it is. I love the fall. What's everybody like getting Chelsea for her birthday? Wine? Yes, please. Oh, my God. Send me all the wine. I'll give you my home address. Um, okay. <laughs> so we should read. Okay. So some reviews. We got a lot of them. Very exciting. Uh, we got uh, Mallory the Good. Love this podcast. It's great to have a place to listen to other adults chat about my favorite guilty pleasure show. Welcome, Thanks, Mallory. Mallory. Um, and then from Cal Lip said, I'm obsessed with this podcast. These are five stars, by the way. I'm obsessed with this podcast. Makes me feel like I'm catching up with my best friend on our greatest guilty pleasure as 26-year-olds. Pretty little liars. 
Thank you, Kellep. And then Renee Laura94, who I'm pretty sure is the one we email. Hi, Renee. Best hey. and most real PLL podcast. We're real fucking real. We keep we it real keep AF. It real AF here. These ladies are super funny, super entertaining. Always say exactly what's on my mind. Thank you, Renee. Also, I'm like paraphrasing these. So if you want to read all of it, I don't want to bore you guys. It just seems very self aggrandizing. We don't mean it to be. We just want to encourage people to review. And we figure if we read them, you guys will be like, OMG, they might read it. And then you'll review. So anyways, um, we're not like jerking ourselves off. And then Nikki Diaz said, I just started listening to this podcast recently, but I'm completely caught up because let's get real. Cabernet and A is pretty addicting. You know it. And just then, like the alcohol. Just <laughs> like the alcohol. <laughs> And then hashtag trying to make it to the end. This was this is a bummer. We got we did get three stars, but we love uh, constructive criticism. I just don't think I can listen to this podcast anymore. I love it when you guys are talking into the mic. I know the wine is flowing, but it's ruining the podcast for me when I can't hear half of what you're saying. It's killing me. And we did talk about this when we recorded this episode the first time. I feel so bad because I feel like. I don't know if we can improve it much more beyond yeah. this new equipment. And like I did. We're both in headphones now. We're listening really strongly. Yeah. Even Kelly and Chelsea were on for off the rails. And that was less people than we've ever had for off the rails. Yeah. I feel as though um, I I hear you and I validate your concern. But because it's certainly not as good as a professional check podcast. your speakers and your speaker settings oh, and yeah, your headphones. Tell that story. Tell that story. Because. Um, what I had said was I thought the same thing about my friend Jess Wood's podcast. It's now called Get Wood. It used to be called Ratchet Hatchet. Hey, Jess. Um, and I kept being like, Jess, I cannot hear your podcast. And I was going into my iPhone and I was changing all the settings and stuff. And then finally I realized that she had it where one of my earphones was out and it was like the left and right. Like she Balance. didn't mix it. It was yeah, like it wasn't mixed. certain sounds on the left, certain sounds on exactly. the right. Exactly. So not both sounds on left and right. Ratchet Hatchet used to be Jess Wood and Ra- and Josh Homer. So there were two people on the mics, and one was going in my left ear, and one was going mm-hmm. in the right. And there was actually a disconnect in my right headphone. Ah. So that was what was going on. Why I was like, it's a, such a one-sided conversation. <laughs> and it literally was which in my headphones. Which shouldn't be the case this podcast, but at the same time, yeah, and I mean, it, you know, we're, just, we're doing our best. I feel bad. And I'm so sorry. Yeah, we really do try. We feel bad, and, you know, we're doing our best, and I Maybe I, it's I our voices. I f- listen, <laughs> we, you know that I always like to bring up how I have a vo- voice not fit for podcasting, as one of our reviewers said. You have a f- <laughs> face. <laughs> That was I, yeah. meant to be on TV. I have a face that was meant to be on the radio, on a <laughs> podcast. You were never <laughs> meant to be heard. Just you were like a. You were meant to be on uh, The Price Is Right. <laughs> just showcasing, showcase, and just not talking. Yeah, just like showcase. just like gesturing. You do well, great gestures. You so. know, my aunt Vanna made a living doing that. <laughs> Shut up. Fanta White is not your aunt. I know, but what if? Okay. Um, it would be amazing <laughs> if she was. That was my dad's crush. Really? My dad wanted a woman like Vanna White and Julia Child. <laughs> That's like his perfect <laughs> dream amazing. woman was like a mixture of those. I think you can That's all funny. guess like which column he was grabbing at for each woman, but like <laughs> I won't be sexist like my father. Um, so. Should Let's we get, into, get into unpacking in a soberish way. Soberish. I feel like I'm gonna pr- probably get just as drunk, guys. I'm sorry. That's, no, that's fine. We're um, all doing great. 
So my first note is Girls in Stripes. Uh, it was a very stripey episode, I noticed. Um, all the girls were wearing striped oh, sweaters. And they're all horizontal, which is funny because we have often criticized the clothing choices of Allie to make her, like, they're not accentuating her great parts. But it was funny to me because I was like, you usually wear horizontal stripes if you want to wear look bigger. So maybe the other girls are just getting too thin. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> that they're just like putting yeah. them in horizontal stripes right. to make them look bigger. Lengthen them out or widen them out. <gasps> Ooh, guys, my dinner. All right, we're back. Guys, we are so satiated right now. I feel so, so good. satiated right now. I feel so good. Um, Food in my stomach. So let's get back into the darkest night. Um, <clears throat> so the girls are all together. Yes. And well, not all of them, because Hannah is out misering. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she has him tied up, but what we see the first opening episode uh, scene is the girls telling Caleb about Archer and Hannah going road and he's like oh like don't worry wherever she is she's fine because like I made her phone unhackable which whatever that means yeah so guys don't worry it's he he figured out that no one can hack her phone but maybe no one can find her <laughs> I don't know so then the most amazing thing happens where Spencer actually calls the police and tells them her friend might be abducted. Oh, my God. But I love that she didn't say something like Allie would have where she's been abducted by A. Right. <laughs> I, know, I know who A is. Ma'am, ma'am, I make minimum wage. This is 911. <laughs> what the fuck do you want? Um, <laughs> so then we cut to Hannah getting her A on. Yeah. Because she slaps Noel Khan and says, wake up, bitch. And he doesn't wake up. And why? <laughs> I mean, I think, did we talk about this on Off the Rails? Like, why the fuck are you rolling on this, Hannah? Like, start rolling after he's conscious. Why are you rolling oh, while she's... I was oh, like, yeah, sorry. she did E yeah, while she was... Why are you doing drugs, Hannah? Do drugs after he's conscious. You can yeah. do them together. <laughs> no, but Get why that is... sweet, sweet E. Why is she rolling on her just torturing him while he's unconscious like i get she wants to tape him saying something confessing but you can't like start the tape when he wakes up what what's happening you're just incriminating know. yourself i don't know maybe she watched too many like paris hilton kim kardashian sex tapes where she feels like there needs to be a lot of talking before things happen that's true yeah um so then we cut back to the where the girl oh we also see Hannah in her, like, movie poster. Cl poster Guys, remember when we said it wasn't going to be off the rails, but we were going to be drunk? Like, that's what's happening. Perfect. Even though I just ate. I'm very tongue-tied, so sorry. Um, so Hannah has her movie star moment of just, like, it looks like a movie poster where she looks into the knife blade and it right. mirrors back at her. Right. And it's funny because... I feel like that scene alone took a lot of setup. 
to oh, like absolutely. get that to like shine right and absolutely. everything. And it just feels like there wasn't a lot of payoff for it. But, um, you know, it did look hella cool. Hell yeah. So we cut back to the girls and the cops are there and Fury is telling Spencer it's going to be okay. Khan's Lake House is where they sent the police. Thought that was kind of interesting. That was interesting. And wait, did we talk about this the first time we did this about like the girl seeing her kiss Marco? That was my next, next thing. thing. Okay. Yeah. I don't even remember that part, but you brought it up. Oh, well, what happens was because it was a very slight kiss. And so sh- Spencer kind of overreacts because basically um, the cops question Jenna and Kayla. No, I don't think that's right. They, the cops questioned somebody who they th- oh they did question Jenna and Caleb is hoping that he and Mona can track her to where Noel is right so we find out that you know he talked to Jenna and he's like I'm gonna you know I know what happened to you girls and I'm gonna find out where she is and he promises her that he'll she'll ha- he'll have her by the end of the day right and she gets so overwhelmed with her emotion that she kisses him. And, and the other girls, the are other like girls are just like, what? But not like on the lips kiss. No, it was it wasn't a Hannah Hol- Holbrook kind of thing. Oh, uh, Holden Holbrook Holbrook. No, Holbrook. It wasn't a Hannah Holbrook moment. It was just like Spencer kissing him on the cheek, and everyone was just kind of like, what's that? And he like gets all cute about it, and he, she's just like, oh my god, I'm sorry. And he's like, it's okay. Like just don't do it in front of everybody again. And but we can do it again. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was kind of cute. Like I do we ship them? I kind of do. Yeah, Spencer I don't, Fury. Yeah, I don't not ship them. Spencer Fury could be like her wrestling name. <laughs> right? Like uh, kind of totally. Um so Spencer, I feel like I'm like telling you the story of the show. Yeah, tell me more. You too. No I don't notes. have any notes because the last time and I tried like, to watch it, I fell asleep here's watching it. Here's what happened. Oh yeah. no! No, I mean this was like w- in whenever before we did this episode the first time, and I was like watching it at night one night before I was going to bed, and uh, I fell asleep watching it, and I was like, oh well. I was like, I remember it, or Sue will just tell it to me. <laughs> I like you so telling it to me better than back. like rewatching it. Thanks. Um, so. Then Spencer's kind of like, oh, well, I got to go, Fury, because Hannah's mom's in London, and I have to track her down and tell her that her daughter's missing. Bye. And the girls are kind of just like, it's funny because they're all kind of like give each other side eye when Spencer makes out with Fury for a second with his cheek. (laughs) Um, But then immediately, like, Arya picks up the remote when we see Hannah's glamour shot that looks just like Allie's when she was disappeared. And she was disappeared. That's not English. Guys, we're all doing yeah. great. You remember when and Allie was disappeared? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? I love the that degree I got in English. Me and Kelly like laughed till we cried one night because it won well, Aaron too, but um, we were all drinking, but Aaron was a little bit beyond the rest of us. 
and she was like then we were like group texting later and we were talking about something and I guess like Kelly and I made a joke that Aaron didn't necessarily get but then she was laughing and then she's like I don't really get that I was just trying to be participate <laughs> but then it's so hard I'm like have you guys ever tried to be to participate I try to participate <laughs> be participate yeah all the time I, I appreciate <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate when you try to be participate so <laughs> thanks all anyway. right guys um <laughs> Have you ever, do you remember when the girls were trying to be participate when Allie was disappeared? <laughs> so Hannah and Noel's picture show up and it's just like both of their headshots. They look great. Like, it's so funny because like, it's like Hannah's high school picture. She's got like the cute little dimple. She looks like she's never been abducted twice. <laughs> um, and it, it, she just has such a hopeful look to her and, um, and the, the thing is, is that everyone in the on the news and even the cops and everybody thinks that Hannah was abducted. They don't know that she is a bad mouthful. Right. right. And so, um, then <laughs> we have a scene where Arya skypes Ezra, and Ezra. Is basically like, w- and we talk about what he says about how, like, no, don't pick me up. I'm going to get a cab, whatever. But what we didn't unpack, I think, fully in my opinion, or if we did, I still want to go back to it, is that he says no one should have to mourn twice. Yeah. Oh, but you d- wait, you're saying you didn't get that? No, I'm saying the whole Ezra situation, everyone keeps acting like Ezra's the only person in the world who's ever had somebody presumed dead who is missing and then come back. And I'm like, this is literally the origin story of this show. Right. Where was everyone first season? Like, did they get... That's a good point. That's a really good point, actually. Into the room and be like, here, watch the whole series. Now take mind-erasing drugs. (laughs) Now write the pilot. <laughs> like n- now write the show. Because it that's was just a good like, that's point. Like that's the thing that really makes me angry about all of this is that Ezra is acting like this is something so precious and that to none of them could ever fucking understand. No. Oh, you were I you don't understand. I was mad at her and then she disappeared. Oh, you mean like <laughs> how we all were when we were fifteen years old <laughs> on Labor Day weekend? Oh Which, God. by the way, we're Oh, like my God. Happy PLL weekend. Happy PLL weekend, oh my guys. God. Six years ago, today, like, last this weekend, yeah. we lost our life to a show. I love it. Um, oh, shit. What? <laughs> Sorry. <guys>. Crazy text? <laughs> uh, someone from the Disney vault just came back. <gasps> asking how Hawaii was. <gasps> from how deep in the vault? Oh, it's the same old vault guy. Oh, my God. Sue. Guys. <laughs> what are you going to say? I shouldn't say anything. Text him back. Ugh. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Just have a night. Why not? Um. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no one should have to mourn twice. No one should have to mourn. <laughs> no one should have to break glass in the same dick twice. Guys, let's never forget that when you go back to an ex, it's like, drinking the milk that's already gone rotten <laughs> um so do 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 uh then i had the note oh 
it's more to Hannah, like, the whole situation with the Noel Khan thing, where everyone's kind of like, Hannah, you're crazy, you've gone rogue, you don't understand, like, we have to be patient. I don't think the girls fully understand. Again, it's the same thing with Ezra, where it's like, have you not been paying attention to this show while you've been in it? Because everyone doesn't seem to get that Hannah got abducted a second time. Right. And was tortured way worse, right. I think, than the dollhouse. Right. Or at the very least, just for a second time. I think, well, because hers was more physical. There yeah. was scarring. There was, yeah. it was torture. I mean, the dollhouse was torture, but it was also, I think it's a different type of torture when you have people with you yeah. during it. Yeah. In a weird way, it's like, okay, so at least everyone here understands the torture I've been through. Right. Whereas with her, it was very singular. It was very lonely and scary. And she kind of had to fight her own way out, even though Spencer came to her in a dream. I was just, okay, as you were talking about that, I was I was having that thought in my mind. I was remembering the Spencer coming to her in a dream. Because remember how there are some theories that like it wasn't really a dream because Spencer had her old hair? Spencer had her old bangs or no bangs. Spencer oh, so Spencer had her Spencer. Spencer had her teenage hair. So some people were like, "Oh, it wasn't really a dream or that was something or that means something or what the fuck does it all mean?" But then if I was it wasn't a dream, then it would be banged Spencer. Th- right. <laughs> right. Or I guess people were thinking like it's someone wearing a Spencer mask or it's a Spencer twin. And then also, oh. so never forget that. That's weird. And then now with the Spencer reveal, like I mean, I don't know what the implications would be, but like that's kind of something weird. And then also um, Hannah being tortured more. Do we? We should revisit that. Like, why? Why was it Hannah? Oh, that, that was, was because she put herself up as the. That was just sacrifice. The only reason. She, remember, okay, she was that's saying. Right. Oh, that's she was right. like, I was the one that killed CC, and right. it wasn't until. Because that's the thing that I think that's a lot right. of us also forget is that AD is someone who wants to find out who killed CC because right. I. Still think Charlotte, CC, Charles, right, whatever, C money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they want to figure out. I think Charlotte was ultimately reporting into AD, and AD had some sort of oh, love for her. Really? So you think AD was even almost like manipulating or like, like well, teaching Charlotte how to be like? Because look terrible? at how fancy AD's dolls are comparatively true like charlotte's dolls were brat dolls yeah and 80s dolls are like really tricked out brat dolls. Oh, <laughs> like the figurines of the yeah, last episode they're like figurines yes that's right uh, it went from dolls to figurines to figurines kind of my mom used to um collect those like lennox china dolls like yeah. they were like fine china dolls and those were those were never dolls, right? Because they were like, you're never allowed to touch them or play with them. And I was like, but they're dolls, and they're like, no, they're figurines, right? <laughs> and that's stuff that white people say. No, it's <laughs> stuff that people who have collections say <laughs> um, that were far too expensive. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, I do think that Charlotte had somebody. 
That's interesting. I feel like I'm very low energy, guys. I'm sorry. I kind of feel like I am, too. It's okay. Let's keep powering through. We're doing great. Guys, I, I just want to tell you how much we love this show. Please stay with us. <laughs> um, so great play. One of the things that we were talking about in Off the Rail that we didn't talk about uh, fully was that we were like, why did Hannah bring Mona in and then Mona left Noel? And it was because Hannah wasn't really like, here, babysit Noel. Right. She was more so like, here... I need to stay I need to stay hidden for a few more hours in plain sight so I can get this paternity and maternity right. test back. Right. And Mona was like, All right and she leaves Noel because she thinks the police are coming for him. Right. And she comes to talk to Jenna to give her a heads up to get out of town. Because she'll bring them d- both down once the police have Noel. Right. So I think it's like a last minute warning where it's like, listen, I'm going to bring down Noel if you like, because I do think that Mona and Jenna were in cahoots at some point. You do? Right. I I don't know. Weren't we supposed to think they were on the A-team together? I don't know. I'm not sure when would they have both been on the A-team. Oh, like season three-ish? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Because was Jenny even on the A-team then, though? Because we're meant to believe that she didn't meet Charlotte, presumably. I mean, she obviously knew Cece back in the day because we saw them all at, like, the, the con no, party. The con party, the con game. But, like, we're supposed to think, believe that she didn't know Cece as Charlotte until, like, later. Until, like, after she was exposed as A or something. Right? Isn't that what <laughs> they always believe? Um... Well, that's what she wanted them to believe. She was just kind of like, I was a fan of Charlotte's, or like, I was a friend of hers because she was a similar situation. Right. But I think she knew her. I think we all know. Yeah. Yeah. And knew that she was A during those years? I don't know if she knew that. Yeah. But if... Noel was in the dollhouse. Well, that's what's so... And Mona and uh, and Jenna and Noel were working together. Through transitive properties, are we supposed to believe? Then, if that's so, then why would Mona go back and tell Jenna to run? That's what's so fucking confusing. That's what's so confusing. And why? But unless I'm misunderstanding that scene, why are we supposed to believe that Jenna said to the girls a couple episodes ago or whatever, like, oh, I just met, I met Charlotte, like, after she was in the hospital or whatever. I went to find her because we had similarities. I'm like, bitch, you already knew her. Like, what? I think I figured out the Mona Noel thing. Go. I mean, the Mona Jenna Noel thing. I think Mona. <coughs> sorry, guys. I hate to clear my throat. That was rude, but I had to. Um, Let me clear my throat. So Mona went to Jenna to talk to Noel to find out where their lair was because she thinks that she's going to run to the lair. Right? Oh, is that what happened? That's what I think. Maybe. Okay, so that's that's a theory. <laughs> Guys, who knows why people do things? It's all so fucking... All this Jenna Null stuff is, like, just very confusing to me at this point. Um, so... Allie is pregnant and sad that her mom isn't there. Ha ha. <laughs> is the note that I have. 
Oh, like, because her mom is going to teach her such great parenting skills. Yeah, and, like, even she's just, like, whatever, my mom wasn't the best mom, but I'm sad that she's not here. Like, why? So she could bury you and your baby together? Like, your mom was the worst. And you were the worst, but everyone seems to forget that. <laughs> um, what, now that we're on Allie, should we... Oh my god, dare? yeah, talk about it because because it didn't happen the first time we recorded it, right? No. Oh my god. Okay, you guys. I wonder if people are hate listening to us right now. Oh my god, probably. We're gonna get so many tweets. They're either like, I wish you guys I was more high energy friends. for your hate listen. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot of you probably saw, I got like aggressively dragged on Twitter for something I said during off the rails when I was like super impassioned about how I just don't think that Allie's character is redeemable. I just think she's a bad person. I, I don't like that the show wants us to forget that she was a bad person. And I don't, I don't personally think they've given us enough things that are like, Oh, this is why she can like be redeemed. Like I get it. She went through some shit too, but whatever. Also, she's a fucking fictional character, you guys. She's not a real person. I'm not, like, speaking to the actor. that I'm not, like, speaking to Sasha or any of the actors. Talking about a fictional character. But people on Twitter were really upset that I called Allie a see you next Tuesday and said she can never be redeemed. Oh, but it started because... That's the understatement of the century of it, the they're really but, upset. But let's talk about it started because Ben from Pretty Little Podcasters, we hi ben, you, ben, we fucking love you. And I, he made a, which he made a meme of my quote about like Allie, which like made me so happy because I just love that he felt so strongly. I felt, I love that he so strongly agreed um, and that's why he made the meme and he made it being like, yes, Chelsea, like, thank you for saying this. Yeah. And I was like texting Sue and Kelly. Everyone was like, oh my God, look at this. This is so fucking funny. Like, and they were like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. We were just like, oh, new Christmas card. This like, is great. So funny. And Dear then, mom and dad. Right, Allie's a Allie's cunt. A cunt. <laughs> and then, and then, um, but then when he, so on Instagram, it was like all kosher. And then on he tweeted it and just like the Emerson shippers came after me. And I think though it was because he hashtagged the Emerson. And so it seemed like it wasn't like people that listened to either of our podcasts necessarily. It was like people who were trolling the Emerson hashtag. Yeah. And then they just like came at me like, which listen, you guys tune into podcasts to hear people have an opinion is like the base level. So it comes with the territory that when you have an opinion, some people disagree with that opinion but I and that's fine and that's part of the course. But I have just never been on the side, opposite side, of aggressive Twitter hate. Like Ben got death threats. Yeah. Someone with like the the handle Sasha's nipple sent him a death threat. <laughs> so like, it's just like it's just it's that's just a specific love. It's just so crazy. <laughs> like and it's you know in in your heart of hearts you're like these people are in, insane. They're like you know 11 year olds who think that saying something to me or about me on twitter are gonna say well whatever there are people that think that saying something to me and to me on twitter is gonna like affect like they're like this will get her saying something mean to her on the internet will really make her but at the same time it isn't pleasant to read you still like (laughs) even though you know in your logical mind that like this is all like people are crazy and this is all meaningless it's still hard to like read tweets that are so aggressive and especially about imagine and then it made me think like 
at least it was just about something I said about a fictional character. Like, I could never be, like, a famous person where they say things about you or about things yeah. you create. <gasps> How horrifying. I still can't get over that someone said I don't have a po- voice vote for podcasting, like, 11 years ago. <laughs> I'm just picturing you and Ben reading all these and then going home and listening to Christina Aguilera's Beautiful. <laughs> just be like, I'm beautiful. <laughs> And that's also a point. Like words are never gonna bring me down. Ben, (laughs) Ben, if you're listening, I love you dearly, and I think he felt he he we DM'd about it, and I think he felt really awful. He's like, oh my god, I like set this on fire, and I was like, please do not feel. No, you didn't. I was like, I'm the one who said it, and you were trying to like do something like nice and fun and cool by being like, I agree with you. Um, so yeah, glad we unpacked that. (laughs) I just like feelings are just feelings because we feel them. but it was just such so a weird ridiculous because Chelsea was legit getting trolled. And I was like liking like stuff that pe- like when people were defending them. Oh and my stuff. god, when you guys came back with the hashtag I'm with her. I didn't, but the, that, the like, fans ma- did. Yeah, and you that, guys are like, amazing. Made my <laughs> like, I was like, I just cry want to clear that I wasn't dying. with them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was like I was like losing my mind. It was amazing. Yeah, no, it was it was a really interesting few days on Twitter. I wonder if people will get my controversial horizontal stripes. <laughs> um, like that was it was pretty amazing and insane. And please don't ever threaten any podcasters. I know that's we're all here just to talk about fun things. I think what made people turn, especially, was like. Well, first of all, crazy people don't listen to this podcast. You guys are all lovely and amazing, and those are the types of fans we have. So it's like people who don't listen to this podcast regularly, I'm assuming, or any podcast, but um, or maybe, I don't know. One of them actually said to me, you guys should listen to bros and hear how to like really think about this show or something. I was like, okay. My opinions are, your opinion, someone, and someone else also said, you're analyzing this show wrong. <laughs> you don't wow. know how to have opinions the right way. Um, but any, but like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to unpack that. You're not analyzing something correctly. That completely defeats the idea of analysis. I know. I'm my mind is blown. 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 My <laughs> mind blown. was blown. My mind was blown when Allie was disappeared. Guys, I've had about a bottle of wine right now, and I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Wait. We shouldn't we shouldn't give this any more attention, but it was just really funny, and I'm sure Blunt. obviously I did just want to <laughs> unpack it for our, our listeners because I'm sure you guys witnessed it and just thought it was like really funny and, to watch it all unfold. At the end of the day, thank you guys so much for loving us because I think that was really what shone through more than anything. Yes, like it felt like, oh okay, well at least some people are sane and some people are also gonna stick by us with our thoughts and our feelings totally. because. I think you guys realize that you might not agree with everything that we say on this, but and you don't have to. That's what the joy what of a is. podcast is. It's I a want conversation. You to sit there and be like, "Oh my God, Sue, that wasn't what they were saying at all." Yeah. And then tweet it to me, and then we have a dialogue. This is a t- like conversation. Because this isn't a a podcast for adults who enjoy this show right who understand what the word analysis means well that's what someone else like <coughs> tweeted like oh you this is an adult podcast you're not acting like an adult and i was oh, like oh but like but what i was actually going to say f- to finish my previous thought is i totally understand how 
it's one thing to like tune in the podcast and I'm like drunk and I'm like impassioned and drunk and just being like, Ellie's such a cunt. She's just mean and she's mean forever. And then to though see it in writing, it feels very aggressive when you look at it. So I get that out of context. People who are strangers who don't know us, don't know the tone of the show, yeah. don't know our tone, don't know our personality, are seeing in writing someone calling their favorite character in their favorite relationship a cunt. And, like, I get that that feels aggressive. But then, like, you could just DM me and be like, yo, what up? But those people who tweet don't want to have a conversation. They just want to, like, yell at you. I mean, not all that – yeah, they're the, the, that kind of person will want to do that. It's um, a very specific type of person that gets angry about a, a uh, fictional character. Anyways, you guys, we've given that more than enough attention. It's just very amusing. Um, um, what next? So we talked about Arya getting dick punched by Ezra hugging his girlfriend. I think in the the last podcast, we said that they were making out. They only hugged, but it was like a loving hug. It was a pick you up and spin you hug. Right. Um, And then, uh, but we didn't talk about how fabulous Arya's dress was. Oh, my God. Because it was gorgeous. So fabulous. It was so pretty. It was black. It was lacy. It was sexy. It was sweet. It was just like the nicest dress. And for someone who usually dresses cuckoo bananas, it was lovely. And she was like calling him to make sure that he knew that the police officer was at the door. And she called him. And then she called the airline to see where he was. And they were like, this isn't an adoption agency. We're not going to give information up that quickly to someone who's engaged to someone. Um, but I will say that I, again, uh, what I do. All right. So here's the thing. You and Kelly at the, off the rails were like, well, if we've been gone for two years or it might've just been you, if you're gone for two years, I expect everybody to forget about me. Oh, yeah, or just in terms of accept it. Like, just be like, I'm accepting of this. I've been gone. But then I think about the movie Castaway, where he's gone for five years, and then he comes back, and Helen Hunt has a whole family, and he's, like, devastated. And it's like, yes, you need to accept that the world moved on without you, but if that's the one thing you clinged to, that's upsetting. Absolutely. I just, but there is a part of me that's like, if she doesn't know all of Ezra's story yet, she'll be okay with the fact that he's gone back to the high schooler that he was banging slash stalking. <laughs> well, right. And I think you know? I think what I was saying last week was just like, it's twofold. It's like, y- you on one hand are probably, you know, if you're just a rational, normal person you know logically your loved ones might have moved on but actually seeing it play out is is not going to be any less horrifying and devastating you know what i mean that's okay pour the wine on the podcast that's what this <laughs> yeah. podcast is about but you know but so like on one hand you know she probably she she should understand and accept it or whatever but it's still going to be devastating to her you know like yes. it's not going to be any less crushing to see that like your loved ones moved on and I just think that, like, I'm a big believer in there's always time to contact somebody. I, 
I understand that sometimes, like. Meaning uh, what? Meaning what? He still could have, like, texted Aria, Aria, called Aria, let her know, like, carrier pigeon to Aria, letting her know, hey, I'm going to stay. I'm, like, there's great news that she's found. Like, maybe not in the outback, but, like, he had a strong enough signal to call her. To, to FaceTime her. Right. You know, like, while you're leaving, all right, I've got to run out of here and catch the next bus so that they can take me to her. But as I go, I can text message her. Like, yeah. Stuff like that, it just, like, bothers me. I just I agree. And it's one of those things where I, 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 it's been a long time since I think I brought up this analogy, but it's like when I used to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer with my brother Matt, and he would sit there and be like, if they're in California, why are they always wearing sweaters? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, the Hellmouth, the vampires, the demons, that's fine. But like sweaters in California, what? Right. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it's it's a nitpicky thing. Right. I get it, but it's like one of those things where I'm just like, oh, right. why are you being a raccoon and not calling? Right. Uh, <laughs> damn raccoons. <laughs> Can I, or really quick, not even sidebar because it's about PLL, but um, Chris Lamberth asks, friend of the podcast Chris Lamberth asks, what happened to everyone's parents on PLL? Is it a budget thing? (laughs) And like, honestly, I've been thinking of it too because there haven't been a lot of parents and I miss, I miss Ashley. I really miss Ashley. I, I don't know. Is she working on something? I'm going to, quick, to the IMDB. I think I check this like pretty much every day though because I... I'm obsessed with Ashley Marin. I'm obsessed with a lot of the moms. I feel like it's probably a budgetary thing because yeah. they have the upper hand. Right. And not to say that they're money grubbing. I think it's more their agents more than anybody. But if their agents want to sign me, I think it's them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one wants to sign me. All right. Um, I don't even know why I want to get signed. I'm not even an actress. Yeah, uh, she's coming what? into seven. Ashley will be back seven seventeen. Thank God. But that's a long, that's a long time. And what she's doing right now is oh, because it's because she's doing shit. No. Oh, I th- was hoping, but no. Not doing anything. All right. Just Maybe she's working show. on something that sh- it's a secret project that's not on IMDb. Because right. we'll there are a lot of shows that we have, and like then I'm like, oh, not it's not on IMDb. It's up to the people in development to start these IMDb pages. But yeah, like Chad Lowe hasn't been around. Doesn't has yeah. he been directing still? I don't know. Oh yes, he has because you know what I noticed the episode a couple of episodes ago or whatever. It, it, the episode that aired during the time when Spencer or Troyan and all the rest of the cast had been social media-ing about Troyan making her directorial debut. And uh-huh. we were like kind of – I think some people were confused. We were kind of like, but wait, so is it tonight's episode? Or it's like, no, it was basically that time, the episode that actually aired that week that I think some people mistakenly thought that was the episode Troyan directed. Yeah. That was directed by Chad Lowe. Because I remember noticing when I rewatched it. Maybe but, and she then was actually an she was directing, um, Troyan's directing an episode in 7B. It was just like they were shooting it right then, but it wasn't the episode that was airing. Yeah, it's 7.15. I thought okay. the same thing. Yeah. I was like, yeah. But I do think that she might have been an AD. Yeah. Or like something like that. 
She's got an upcoming project that she's going to produce, too. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was Cabernet and A checks IMDb for <laughs> you. Um, Anyways, next note. So Allie confirms that Noel pushed a girl when Emily says it. Because remember, so that that's the oh whole okay, we lie that Hannah gives is that I went to the college to n- talk to the girl that n- that was pushed down the stairs. But Emily says, we all know that Noel pushed that girl. And Allie's like, yeah. But it's like a split second thing. It's real weird. So this is, yeah, that's right. We did unpack this last week because it seems like PLL Sherlock especially and other people online are kind of just upset and saying like you know I think this whole the show saying that oh yeah Noel pushed that girl down the stairs is really is a plot hole because they're trying to say that they confirmed this before and they never did and I think it's something that I'm still trying to wrap my brain around all the information because yes I know that in the past I know that in the past we said Allie we thought Allie pushed the girl down the yeah. stairs. Then it seemed like the show confirmed that it was actually Cece. Or I'm sorry, oh, no. opposite? It was, it was supposed to be. That Cece. Cece, Cece might have done it because we see Allie at the party where Allie's missing. And then the she says we have to go. That so we r- think that it's Cece or somebody else. The random girl that was just in one episode tells Aria. That stunt, girl. that stunt that Allie pulled when she pushed that girl down the stairs got Cece kicked out of college. Mm-hmm. But, and then, obviously, that's a lie that Cece spread, and then yep. it seems like it was probably, I guess the show confirmed that it was probably Cece, or we think it's Cece. But then, what I don't understand, I guess, I think what P.L. Sherlock and some other people are upset about is not necessarily that they're backtracking and saying, like, oh, actually, that's not true either. It was Noel all along. I think it's that one of the writers said, oh, yeah, I mean, it was Noel. We, we had confirmed that before. And, like, that was untrue. But that could have just been the writer in that moment misspeaking or being confused. But also, I'm saying all this, and I, it's very possible that I just don't have all the information. So I, d- I don't have, like, all the facts in front of me. But I'm just trying to decide if I should be upset about it or not. And I Guys, think I'm not upset know. about it. And I also, let us know what episodes you want to watch. I think that's a good parlay oh, into yeah, that please. section of the podcast that we have to say. That, like, we're going to be here with you the whole bridge season, but we want to know what episodes to watch. And if there's an episode that you're like, guys, this clearly is the Noel pushing the bitch down the stairs or something. Or maybe that's what maybe Allie took the fall, quote unquote, for Noel for the frat party. And that's what she had against him that she held over him to help her. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. All right. So thanks for taking that walk around the block with me. That's what I think. Um, my next note is Famous in Love premieres after Pretty Little Liars in April, and it's Marlene's new show. So that random note means that is why I think that it got pushed from January to April, is that it's a new show that Marlene's show running. I think that she... The, that this is a actually a really smart move by ABC Freeform, or whatever you want to call it, Freeform, Freeform. Um, because this happens a lot where they're like, oh, this show would be paired better with this show. So I'm sure they probably had another show in January that they thought they were going to pair with PLL, and then they were like, oh, Famous in Love is going to come, like, come on, but we need Marlene to show run it. 
So why don't we just wait? And that way, when PLL premieres, we'll have a better chance of people staying tuned right, so afterwards parent. just because it's a show that she did. Right. But we were also talking about, what the fuck is that show about? What I-, I don't understand what that show is about. I don't understand who that show's for. And I think on the original episode we said, like, I don't... It it doesn't seem like it has anything for fans of Pretty Little Liars other than Marlene is the showrunner. Like it just kind of seems like it doesn't like seem like there's it, a mystery. No, it doesn't seem it like it seems a s- like a Bella Thorne vehicle. Yeah, who, who? I'm like whatever about. I don't her. care about Bella no, Thorne. I don't should care I? Either. No, nobody should. I feel like I mean she's I have no ill feelings towards her. I just but like, like don't I feel get like she's the poor man's Anna Kendrick. Yeah. Sure. That's right. Sure. It's like the redheaded and Anna Kendrick. Yeah. And it just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Like I, I have to like know more about it. And not Bella Thorne in general, but like the whole show is just like, we're ridiculously good looking people on a show. I think it's like one of those shows where it's like about the making of the show show kind of thing. Right. Where like she auditions to be on a show and then she's on the show and then we see behind the scenes right. of the show and the show kind of mirrors the show, which in some ways I get. Like, that's what Smashed was. That was Smash was. That was um, a bunch of different shows. Right. 30 Rock, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip that right. nobody watched except for me. Because um, I love an Aaron Sorkin walk and talk. Right. Who doesn't? Do you get those Facebook ads for Aaron Sorkin's classes? Because I get them constantly. Did you see the thing that our friend, uh, comedian Livia Scott, made that was mocking it? (laughs) Oh, my God. You have to watch it. (laughs) Livia made this amazing parody of them. It's super funny. But, yeah, so there's a whole class that you can take an Aaron Sorkin master class. But it makes me laugh every time I see it because while I love and celebrate Aaron Sorkin's work, West Wing is one of the best shows ever. Right. There is a great YouTube video that shows how often he repeats himself. Oh, my God. His characters say the same phrases in all his shows. Oh, wow. And there's similar fights and there's dialogue down to the letter that they have between each other. And it's like... And, of course, the walk and talks are all very similarly shot. And, like, that's that's just a director calling card kind of thing. Like, I get that. But it's just so funny how, like, his writing has not changed from um, Sports Night to West Wing to Studio 60 to the newsroom. Like... There was a literally a scene from the newsroom that was lifted from Sports Night. No. And, like, I don't even know if he did it consciously. That's but the thing. It's he amazing. probably didn't. He probably just, like. It's just so funny that, like, this is how he writes women. This is how he writes men. It's, like, it, it was just fantastic. Um, so if you can find, like, Aaron Sorkin mashup, I think is what it was. Because somebody showed it to me years ago, and then I showed it to my family, and then everyone hated me for a minute because my family is like the biggest West Wing fans. <laughs> um, and I'm not, I'm not degrading his work. I think he's great, but I just thought it was funny that it's like the master yeah, class. Really like, just go back to your old scripts <laughs> and reuse them. <laughs> um, what else? So I just saved everybody money on the master class. Um, Toby doesn't know who bought his. House. Right. So it's definitely AD, right? Q 
here's the thing. Our friends at Pretty Little Podcasters, and I'm sorry that I haven't listened to everybody else's podcast, but I just listened to them because I'm a busy woman. Um, they think that Spencer did it. Oh, you know what? And, and someone that will be um, like the love that will bring them together. Renee emailed that as well. Hi, Renee. Yeah, I just uh, read her email today. She said she thought that as well. But what a weird fucking thing if that's true. Wouldn't that be weird? You don't think that's weird? I like my theory that Jenna bought it just to blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to like that's invite funny. Allie over, put a stink bomb in the house. That's funny. And just blind her. I mean, don't we feel like that's what Jenna's end game is, is to blind or kill Allie? Yeah, probably. Because Allie's a dumb cunt. <laughs> Stop saying that. Yeah. Everyone's going to hate us. It's just fun at this point. But I, real quick, and I know we already gave that fan service, but like, just the idea of the word saying Allie's a dumb cunt. Yeah, because Allie's character in its fundamentals is that she's just the worst. Yeah, that was like who she's supposed to be. And that's I'm the whole reason I watched this show yeah. is because Ducky and uh, GMMR, <laughs> the TV Talk podcast, um, they were talking about how they're, they're, this girl is just the biggest bitch. It was like Heather's meant mean girls. And it was just got like a little bit of Twin Peaks vibe. And when they were telling me that and how the mean girl was just the meanest of the mean, I was like, where do I sign up? Hell yeah. And that was the great thing about Allie. And she's really lost a lot of her backbone is yeah. that Allie was always I miss the fearless. I miss bitchy Allie. That's who she's supposed to be. Don't try to redeem her. Like she's supposed to And that to was kind of the great thing role. about Allie is that she was just such a self-assured cunt. Yeah. There's something to be said like and I know a lot of people don't like that word so I'll, I, I'm sorry I'll try I not know. to use well, it. Well, that's why I also feel cuz I used to really really hate that word and it's only recently I started to like I don't whatever reason like start Probably to love it. I love it Maybe. because it's something that like I used to do a whole thing about how that's like our word. Like yeah. you can't use that word but we yeah. can because Hell it's yeah. like and and I say that as a we as like strong females yeah. who are put down have to use that because that's something that gives us power. Yeah, because I the totally thing is, do. is that it's like that that Tina Fey, Amy Poehler thing. Like bitches get stuff done. Yeah, you know, you want to call me a cunt because I am direct and mean, and I say how I feel. Fine, and I just also think that it's one of those things where it's like the female genitalia used as a takedown. Yeah, and it's like no, I'm sorry. Does your genitalia pop out another wife? Yeah. Like, no, does sorry. it gestate and pop out? No. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So, like, you just start, you're, you're like the seed, and I'm the motherfucking plant. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a kind. Fine. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. It's yeah. kind of like that, that thing that you used to do in the schoolyard where it's like, oh, I'm a bitch. Well, a bitch is a dog, and a dog barks, and bark is a tree, and tree is nature, so nature is beautiful, and I'm beautiful. Thanks for the compliment. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's the same thing that I feel like yes. with the word, the C word is like. Yes. And also, I've watched a lot of British shows, and if you watch a lot of British shows, you get desensitized to the word cunt real quick. Right. Because they use it just like we would like use. Bitch. Like, bitch yeah. or fuck. Or, yeah. You know, it, totally. it, it's just an, it's a quick word to say. It, it's, it's not as loaded insult. as it yeah. is here. And I, and I get why it is, but I think that's part of the reason why I do like it, is that it's like, it's a fun word to yeah. say, because 
I am proud that I have one. Hell yeah. Um, Emily put her phone in the baby crib, proving she's the biggest idiot. Oh, yeah. That was awful. Um, Leave your phone. Get a new phone. What? Why don't, why'd you go back, Emily? Well, the thing was is that we, we were talking about that the first, the, the, the first go around. But the thing that, like, I was watching it, and what she does is she picks up the baby doll in the room full of, like, was there a blind baby epidemic? Right. Um, where blind people learn how to take care of babies. And she how to bowl. <laughs> and how to bowl. Being that a bowling ball rolled down the stairs at one yeah. point randomly. <laughs> and how to appreciate clowns <laughs> and dolls <laughs> and soldiers <laughs> and tin men. Um, but she put her phone down to pick up the baby and then put the baby back over her phone. And I just feel like... Again, this is like, why are they wearing sweaters over a hell mouth? But, like, why are you putting your phone down when your whole life has been, you've been tormented by text messages from somebody? Right. And it's not the first time these motherfuckers have left their phone someplace. Yeah. And they've always been sober doing it. (laughs) (laughs) I've never sober lost my phone, guys. Not to brag. (laughs) But, come on. Look at your life. Look at your choices. Um, so Jenna, Charlotte, and Noel work together teaching <laughs> how to smell fear, oh which yeah. I would love that class. Yeah. The how smell to smell this? fear class. Okay, that's an onion. <laughs> smell this? That's fear. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that class like? <laughs> like, this is how you hear farts. This is how you smell fear. <laughs> like, what? I would take how that class. How do you get taught how to smell fear? Oh, there's an estrogen level, so they secrete smells of this nature. And, like, w- is it, like, wine tasting? Like, what the fuck? And then also, if Jenna's had a smell fear, why did she walk past all the liars <laughs> and go up the stairs with her gun when, when they, they were like gasped? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, must be nobody there. <laughs> that must be the wind <laughs> that panting wind <laughs> that we get these times so weird you know the panting wind of pennsylvania yeah that's a thing what else anything good um jenna saying you've been the bitch the missing girl the dead girl now you're me and she turn out the <laughs> turns out the lights and it's like so the girl that only sees things through moonlight right like, like it's not totally dark jenna you can still idiot. see things when you turn the lights off. I liked that the bowling ball bounced down the stairs as a foreshadowing of the head. Oh, yeah. And then I th- don't think we talked about this on the Off the Rails, but we talked about it um, at the Lost Podcast. The last episode. That Noel actually did fall oh. down the stairs. Okay. So y- you should talk well, about let me this. Speak, let me speak to this. So <laughs> no, I, I'm going to speak up. I, I swear to God that I read an interview somewhere with Noel. That said, he said the the producers really like they wanted to not have a fake head, but they wanted to be my real head. So I did all these. I fell down the stairs time and time again, like prop, you know, like whatever stunt fell down the stairs, and they CGI'd out my body just so that it could be my head. Like, and I had to fall a certain way and land a certain way. And that was like what you see of the severed head with my body CGI'd out. It's not a fake head. 
And I was like, oh, it's so interesting. But then when I rewatched it, I was like, there's not even a time. It, that's not a that part never happens. Like if if that was a true story that I read online and then Noel wasn't kidding and I didn't dream that I read it online, then it must be a part that was like on the cutting room floor because the only you don't see the head falling down the stairs. You kind of like hear it and you see them react and then you just see it on the floor. Maybe it was just the rolling around on the maybe, floor. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But so I don't know if I can verify that. Oh, also, we talked about this in the last podcast. Uh, Christina Kynan from the podcast emailed me an article from Us Weekly. You should Google Us Weekly for Little Liars, whatever. And they do like oh, yeah. 10 quote unquote spoilers from Marlene King. And she's saying um, she speaks to who's dead. And it's like, is Toby dead? And she's like, you know, I love the character. Everyone knows I love the character. And so read into that what you will. So I guess Toby's not dead. Also, I never thought... I mean, Toby's not dead. He tweeted, R.I.P. Tobias. Which apparently is what he thinks Toby's Toby's full name is. But he's not dead. Do you think he's dead? I don't think Toby's dead. I think Aval might be dead. I think... It's left to be ambiguous. I uh, pretty little podcasters were talking about how like they would like wake up in the hospital together next to each other or something huh. like lame like that. Um, and they were saying it would be lame. I wasn't saying that they thought it was lame. I, you know, you guys get what I'm saying. We're not mean people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I I have my one of my last notes is that Toby and his fiance die right outside of city limits. And I really like that, that it's like you're now leaving Rosewood. And no one leaves Rosewood. So maybe Toby goes into a Ravenswood Mm. element and then Caleb brings him back in a beautiful (laughs) romance-infused moment. I don't know. Maybe. Um, his eyes were fluttering though. I don't like, think. I feel I like we're supposed dead. to feel like Yvonne is dead and he is alive. And I same would with love Spencer. If she's dead. Not that I mean, whatever. She's just a Felicia. But then also, well, yeah, the Spencer thing. Marlene addressed that in this article too, and she said, you know, in terms of Spencer being dead or whatever, I think. I, I it's the last ten episodes, so anything could happen. Anything it, could happen. And characters might come back in flashbacks. So I feel like the way she answered the question, she obviously wanted us to believe, like, oh, Spencer could die. Which I also, listen, I wouldn't want Spencer or Toby to be dead. But at the same time, if either one of them are, fucking big ups, Marlene, for killing off a major character and shaking shit up. That would be awesome. I mean, it would be sad, but it would be, like, amazing because it would be so shocking. If Marlene King... I'm Marlene King. If you killed off Spencer, I will fly to L.A., shake your hand, and kiss your feet. Yeah. And thank you so much for doing one of the things that I've always wanted television shows to do, which is be brave enough to kill off a main character and have them come back in flashbacks or whatever, whenever you need them. Yeah. But, like, sometimes a main character can die. And I think... That's something that everyone's always afraid of. And I think that would be like an amazing modern storytelling trope is just like have them disappear and see what the world is like now that you took this integral piece of the puzzle out. Yeah. 
Um, I think that would be fantastic storytelling. I, I often talk about the time where Meredith Grey was supposed to die, like or seemed like she was about to die on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. And I was so excited. I was like, oh, my God. What season was that? I gave up. It on. was the one where they had the ferry boat crash and sh- like her character falls into the water and no one notices. Because she was being annoying. She was like the worst Meredith Grey ever. And like people are like, oh, her mom had Alzheimer's and died. So that's what like whatever. Right. Meredith, you were being annoying. Ever you had the all these wonderful things in your life and you're being annoying. So yeah, I uh, I mean, spoiler alert if you're just catching up on Grey's Anatomy, but she <laughs> lives. Um and then they spoiler alert again, uh, then they kill off McDreamy, which just felt like that's still like and someone was like, Oh my god, that was so amazing. They killed off a major character. He is not a titular character. Like I feel like the five girls, Allie included, those are the pretty little liars. Yeah. And also, I have problems saying the word pretty little liars pretty together. Little, pretty little liars? Because I feel like whenever I talk about pretty the podcast, I'm like, I'm the co-host of Pretty Little Liars podcast. <laughs> it's just hard to say pretty little liars. <laughs> Why did, who gave me this snort laugh? This is out of control. I've been snorting a lot, too. Somebody gave it to me because I was never a snort laugher. And I literally, like, someone, I caught it from somebody within this last calendar year. It's out of control. I have gotten it in the last calendar year too. What happened so. to us? Who gave? Who did this to us? I don't know. Maybe we gave it to each other. Maybe, Maybe it's something that happens oh when we are God. around each other. When we're having just too much fun. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we unpacked a lot. Oh man, we're going the last. Long. Oh, sorry. That, don't apologize to me. We're both in this. Also, did you shoot Spencer? Was my last thing. I'm sorry. Oh. You were gonna. I totally cut did you off. Spe- oh, 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 oh. Yes. This is what, yes, we should talk about this. Jenna asks AD, did you shoot Spencer? Which is confusing because it just seems like, well, Jenna, you shot Spencer. But then I guess also in rewatching, I did notice, I guess there is another gunshot. So, uh, so I guess when Jenna shoots, she just misses and then someone else shoots. Yep. Right? But that was confusing to it me. It was really confusing because it, it made it seem like, are you so blonde that you don't even know when you shoot someone? Right. <laughs> right. So the other thing that we wanted to do, I mean, I mean, we could unpack that all day of like why she said that. Oh uh, yeah, but let's definitely do the pretty little Sherlock thing. So PLL Sherlock, the underscore PLL Sherlock, um, who or the underscore PLL underscore Sherlock. If you've um, even listened to us twice, you know that we love. She did a list of people who are not Uber A. And people who could be Uber A. But she has a, a key of the people who she does think. So we'll, we'll, we're just going to walk it through you because, God forbid, you guys signed on to Instagram and subscribed, which you should. <laughs> but if you don't want to, some people are very particular with their social media Absolutely. platforms. So let's look. The four liars Caleb, Jenna, Mona, Ezra. Toby, Felicia, fiance, t- um, Yvonne, uh, Noel, Mary Drake, Floppy Lips, what's her face? What's Floppy Lips' name? Sydney. Sydney, 
and gu- and pot gummy. She says are not going to be AD. Yeah, she's like, they are definitely eliminated, which, okay. Who could be is Holden, Jordan, Ren. Wait, is that Pot Gummy? Oh, that's Pot Gummy. So who is the other person? Oh, the other one was... um, Nicole. Nicole. Ezra's fiance, yeah. Nicole and Pot Gummy look a lot alike. They do look a lot alike. They're probably the same actress. We'll never Um, know. Melissa could be AD. Jason could be AD. Jesus Jason, specifically. Jesus Jason. Lucas. Peter Hastings. Or Arya's Bo Liam. Liam, who last time we did this podcast, <laughs> we spent most of it trying to figure out what the fuck his name was. That's why I left him for the last, <laughs> even though he's in the upper left-hand corner, because <laughs> I was just like, that dude. Who it's going to come he? to me. It's going to come to me, because we like spent <laughs> most of the hour trying to figure out what his name was. Um, so P.L. Sherlock would love if it was Liam, Holden, Peter Hastings, or Potgummy. And I... I would be annoyed if it was Ren. It would be lukewarm if it was Lucas. And then I guess mostly indifferent about Jason, Melissa, or Jordan. So but that's what P.L. Sherlock that's is saying. That's what P.L. Sherlock is saying. So we would obviously both, I mean, we always talk about how we would love if Peter Hastings was Endgame. I just don't know if it's plausible, though, because it's like he's yeah. torturing the other girls and his daughter. Like, even if Spencer turns out to not, it seems like probably even if Spencer is Mary's daughter, he's she still could be Peter's daughter but and he's not gonna be torturing his own daughter but even if it's not his daughter like what this dude is just it fucking just torturing like 23 year old girls like yeah I don't, like it what fe- it, feels it, weird. it feels weird Lucas feels right I know you love a Lucas theory I guess I'd be more okay with that it's just again with like Liam and Holden and Pacami it's like maybe in a way Holden would almost be more satisfying to me in that they're trying to tie things back to like past happenings and now that they brought the eye the eye stamp back and he was involved in the no-com parties what skin does he have in this game i completely agree with you but that's what i'm saying i'm saying that i on the surface at first glance if you're going to tell me it's liam or holden or pot gummy who are all felicia's i'm going to say fuck that but then if you're going to explain to me, like, oh, all along Liam was so-and-so who's related to so-and-so whose motivation is so-and-so, okay. I mean, I, I get, like, if you could find that way to tie it in to make it be like Liam was always there, we just didn't know, I guess. But I don't, I still don't think I like it. But I'm saying at least if it were Holden, he's a Felicia of the past that you feel like was connected to things where you're like, that would make me happier than introducing a new character. You're going to introduce a new character just to make them AD. Like what? I feel like Paka me makes more sense to me than Holden though. But then like, is it, but, but then is it more satisfying? Let's not years. even talk about, let's not even talk about sense. Let's talk about satisfying. You would feel better if most a new character that came in. Would be Lucas. It, true. Sure. Sure, because he's been there. But we know that Melissa, they're having trouble getting. Yes, Melissa is on another show. She's on Chicago PD Fire NY. One. That's why (laughs) um, another thing that Marlene said in that Us Weekly article, which was like, 
we would love to have Melissa be in the finale. We're having trouble coordinating schedules because she's on that new show, which is a and bummer because you're like, if Melissa's not, so we know Melissa's probably not involved. If they've just closed, they can't even schedule her. And like, wouldn't that suck if she, Melissa didn't even get to be in the finale though at all? Not only that, but there's two other people that are interesting about the finale. Sorry, I just hiccuped. Oh my gosh, I'm having such a fun time. <laughs> um, Ren was brought back, also part of that interview that you said. Oh yeah, because he and Ezra are friends, and they haven't had a scene together. Yeah, that makes me table flipping mad. Really? Well, yeah. So basically, I mean, Julian I Morris said, according to Marlene King, Julian Morris came to her and said I want to be in a scene with Ian Harding whenever to scene together and she's like cool we'll put you in a couple scenes we so haven't been in a scene with Ian Harding and we want to yeah. <laughs> where's <laughs> our background characters where we're like the modern family when uh, Gloria <laughs> did you ever see that episode no. where they have to be background characters it's Gloria and Phil Dunphy and they're like supposed to be background characters but they're doing it so badly that they actually make their phones into like their hands into telephone like hand signals to like no. being like oh the phone's for you and it's like <laughs> their hand they're just like way too overly vibrant in the background and they're like you guys are the worst background actors ever <laughs> that's what we would be on PLL so where's our call Marlene <laughs> um, we're friends with Ian Harding we started a Kickstarter sorry but I like that <laughs> I like that that is a thing because it means that Ren isn't involved in the bigger mystery probably which I'm glad about because I just feel like at that point it would be such fucking like pandering to fans like oh, okay everyone wants Ren to be involved for no fucking reason well all right let's involve them it's like no I don't I don't like Ren being involved as much as I'm all about people from the past being involved and that's more satisfying I just now have a chip on my shoulder about Ren being involved because it just seems like it would be pandering because <laughs> fans have been so like oh Ren 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 like he should be involved it's like why you're just you're just like saying things there's no reason he should or you, it's like you like Ren we get it doesn't mean it has to be involved I don't well, know so I don't like that so so I'm happy that he's coming back just because he wants to have a fucking bro out scene with Ian Harding because it means He's probably not involved. Although, in another interview I just read recently, Marlene said Ren is involved coming back because you'll find out he's involved in the larger mystery in like a mind-bending way. And I was like, God damn it, Marlene. I hope it's something that I've always wanted where that like he's involved in the Fitz family. Oh, I've always I would wanted love to unpack that. part of the Fitz family. I want to know about the Fitz family so badly. And if it's one of those things where it's just like Haha, ha, I'm actually your long lost brother. That would sure. just be wonderful. Um, Andrew, like, I've heard a couple of people and I've seen it on like message boards and stuff. Like, what about Andrew? Andrew's in jail, yeah. motherfuckers, Andrew's because in he literal jail. did some white trash shit and like brought a knife and then a gun to a fight. And he probably was supposed to be involved, but I'm now he sure ruined his he chances. Was. But, like, we can say goodbye because that show is over. And let this me just be clear. This masquerade is getting colder. I know. Lights are up town. <laughs> the take curtains, though. Take a bow. Sorry. Say meow. <laughs> I, I want to be clear that, like, and again, this is why we do this podcast. Um, a lot of fans are probably screaming at me, listening, and being like, fuck you, Chelsea. We want Ren to be involved. We like Ren. And that's fantastic. And that's your opinion. And we all love each other. But I just want to be clear that I'm not trying to, like, incite people when I say that. It's just that's my 
I guess for me, even though as much as I like when people from the past, it's like I would love if NAT Club was a thing. I would love if like Melissa was a thing. I would love all those things. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I'm anti-Ren only because I feel fans were so adamant about it. So for whatever reason, it sounds counterintuitive that I would feel this way. Like I don't want Marlene and the writers to listen to fans. You'd think we'd want that. But it's just because how adamant fans were, it just it makes me turn the other way and be like, no, Marlene and the writers, don't pander to us. Li live your vision. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, don't do it. I just, like, like, live your fucking you, vision of the truth of the show. You are losting all over me. Yes. Because <laughs> you didn't watch Lost. So, as the fans of Lost, and spoiler alert if you didn't watch Lost, um, everyone on the message boards and everything, we were like, it's purgatory. It's purgatory. It's got to be purgatory. That's the only thing that makes sense at this point is that it's purgatory. And they were like, no, it's not. We swear it's not. And at the end. It was purgatory. It was motherfucking purgatory. Yeah. It was a different sign of purgatory. Maybe they didn't call it purgatory. It was like one of those things where it was like, oh, it doesn't say bless this purgatory. It says bless this home. Right. <laughs> like it's right. like, it's still purgatory. Right. <laughs> like, right. Right. Screw you. So I feel like that is how you feel about the whole Ren thing. And I 100% understand yeah. that. Because it's a similar thing. My thing is, is that Jesus Jason would actually probably be the most fulfilling. Yeah. Just because he was an original member of the NAT club. Yeah. He's one of the only motherfuckers still alive from the NAT yeah. club. Yeah. Like, yeah. So we think Jenna and Melissa were part of it tangentially. Garrett. Garrett. Garrett's dead. Ian. Ian's dead. And who else was it? Was that it? I think that was it. But we definitely know that Jason was a big part of it. And he was like, oh, it was a stupid club. This isn't about it. But someone was paying them for yeah, it. Yeah, he was like, I felt like the Ann and Garrett was like, they were, someone was like, they were filming it for someone else. And I think but that's the one thing that's like always been a common yes. strand through stuff. Yes. So unless somebody kills Jason and on his deathbed, he's like, this is who did it. Like, Jason coming back? I, I think I <gasps> saw that he wasn't. No. Sue, don't tell me these things. I, I'm sorry, guys. I feel like I looked on here and he wasn't. Oh, my God. I wanted to cry. Can I say something totally unrelated? And I don't know what made me think of this in this moment, Sue, Absolutely. but I think I thought of it earlier, like a few days ago. And I don't even know what it means, but let me unpack it with everybody right now. Another thing that I've always wondered, like another flashback from like two or three, season two or three, that seemed so juicy at the time, but I feel was never like unpacked, was when Allison is upset because like her brother's seizing her or something, and then Girls she goes over and she's like, worse. and she's like, oh well, that too, actually that too. So you're talking about the flashback where she runs into Spencer's house and fake Mariska finds her and is like, yeah. Um, who hurt you or whatever and Allison's like I'm just being weird and then we reveal later that Spencer's like who hurt you when she has a hallucination of Allie in the Radley like um, children's ward and Allie's like girls can be way worse but I was talking about another flashback where Allie goes over to Spencer's and she's upset about something that happened sort of 
But then she kind of, again, in a similar way to when she was talking to fake Mariska, like, is kind of upset or she's mad at Jason. She comes over to Spencer's because she's mad at Jason or something like that or that's irrelevant. And then she's, like, trying to act like, no, I'm not upset, whatever. And she, like, takes an apple and she bites an apple and she's like, your family has the worst apples. So now... Oh, uh, the apple if, orchard? If she, no, but if if Spencer is really Mary Drake's child and if Charlotte was really Mary Drake's child... That makes so much fucking sense and is so cool. Your family has the worst apples. Like the, like the apple, apple doesn't, doesn't fall, fall from far the tree. from the tree. Yeah, and they're like connected, mm. but like that's a separate family. Interesting. That's all. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we went down that road. Thank you. How long is this? Oh, it's pretty long, but it's fine. People don't have to listen. They is can, it an hour? They can stop anytime they want to. It's longer than an hour? It's one eleven plus whatever we did before this. It's probably like an hour and a half. Oh, my God. Guys, we really went for yeah, it. Yeah, we went for it. It's fine. I feel All like right, I haven't wrap said up? anything. Let's, uh, well, let's just wrap up. We already asked you guys. You should tweet us, email us. Sue's <laughs> pouring more wine. Pour me I'm some more too. I'm pouring more wine and looking at Chelsea like a crazy person. <laughs> Tweet us, email us episodes that you want us to talk about in the bridge season. We've got so much fun stuff. We have so much fun stuff planned for you. We have, um, we're going to do, yeah, some fun events, (laughs) maybe some fun Facebook live stream things. We might do some special episodes, but then we're mostly always, as usual, going to be ourselves, just Sue and I, like, watching old episodes and, and, like, digging into new clues based on new things that happen. And then, of course, having our friends on, our our friends who have never seen PLL, like we did, and you guys seem to enjoy in the other bridge seasons, who will watch PLL in a vacuum and then ask us questions. And if there's somebody else that you guys want us to talk to, like, this weekend, somebody... uh, suggested us as a great podcast a tv podcast to listen to for labor day um i forget who did that on twitter but um if there's any other tv podcast that you know of that you would like us to talk to or if you want to put us in contact with please i mean we're always welcome we love a crossover show love a crossover um so it was the questionable podcast qvh underscore podcast on twitter um, they suggested us, so thank you guys so much. Um, if there's any other podcast that you want us to go on, um, between Chelsea and I, we pretty much watch every show on TV, and True. if we don't, we can catch up really quickly. So um, let us know who you want us to talk to. Our friend Babe Parker, who um, has one of our f- my favorite episodes yes. that we did ever of Catching Somebody Up. Because we didn't tell her anything that happened, so we're we're having her kind of come in pure to PLL universe. Um, she has promised to catch up by the April 2017 deadline, so we're gonna check in with her every once in a while during the break season. Yep, the bridge season rather, and. Um, yeah, we've got, we've got lots of, lots of stuff, stuff planned for you, guys. for you guys. So, but definitely Every tell Wednesday, us. Don't miss it. Don't miss it, and definitely just tell us though for sure what episodes you want us to revisit and unpack. Or any other things like if you want us to talk about John Bonet, if you want us to talk about cereal, if you want us to talk about. Oh yeah, because someone did tweet at us that we should talk about John Bonet, which we'll probably do that at some point. Yeah, there's a couple of specials about her coming up recently. Okay, you guys, we got off the rails by the end of it, but I hope you liked it. We love you a lot. Thank you for being great. Hashtag fans. made it to the end. Love you. Hashtag made it for the end to the end. You guys are all amazing. <laughs> Thank you for being nice to us, 
and not the people who tweet <laughs> us weird mean things on Twitter and understand that we're all just having a good time and talking about fictional characters <laughs> and loving life. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>